0: Two, one. And we made it. We have made we it. Yeah, we made it. We did it? Whew. We're on. What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 17 or 18 of the VR Crewcast. How are you doing, guys? Thank you for joining Apologies for being late. Um, we've had some communication between some of the guys who can't make it today, unfortunately. Um, due to this, that, and the other. But I have brought you the best to be honest That's right. I, I think we've got the best here <laughs> yeah I and mean, these are the winners you know these are the ones That's you right. know the show must go
1: on man you know not everybody understands that everybody gets that mm-hmm. you know
0: <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but we do we're here absolutely so uh thank you all for joining us let me get some introductions out of the way first of all we got sadly it's bradley how you doing my friend
2: i'm sleepy but i'm happy to be here He he said
0: that like I basically threatened him before the show. I was like, Brad, when I ask you, (laughs) this is what you have to say. He was like, yeah, happy to be here. Next up, we got Alex VR from Between Realities. How you doing, dude?
1: Yo, I'm doing doing well. I'm doing pretty well. You know, I had COVID for a minute there. For a minute? Got a little bit of COVID. Wow. Got a little touch of COVID.
0: Yeah. What, did you shake it off?
1: You all good? Shook it off. Shook yeah, it off Yeah, yeah I, w- I went through some cold symptoms You know I had uh, like a little runny nose Some little sneezing That kind of thing mm. But nothing compared to That first COVID You know That CES COVID You didn't that wipe was... down
3: your seat Did you Skiva touched your chair In the ship And somehow he got the COVID From you I think
1: Yeah That's oh, Pretty much what happened yeah. I think uh, sorry, I was just messing around my zoom. <laughs> sorry That's about that. That's pretty much what happened. But, <laughs> um, uh, other than other than that, I'm feeling good. Yeah, you know, it was good. Yeah, I think I did give it to Skiva. That's why he's out. He's not feeling great right now. Um, we did an episode with Richie Easties from Richie's Plank Experience I, on Between Realities this week. It was really fun.
0: What an amazing winning smile that guy has.
1: <laughs> he's an amazing dude in general. Yeah. Like I, I've never had an opportunity to like chat with him or speak with him. And when he jumped into our call, he was like alex what's up you know like i always assume that i'm gonna like introduce myself especially if i've not like actually communicated with you before but he was like so friendly knew exactly what he was getting himself into and uh we had a great time with him yeah he's really good really good dude
0: that is so cool i remember having that once i was when i was with fast travel when we was in gamescom there was a lady from meta and um (laughs) i was introducing each other i said hello i'm uh I'm Chris, but I'm also a game tag She went, yeah, I know. I was like, yeah. oh, sorry. I just introduced myself. She went, is he for real? And Andreas went, oh, he's a funny British guy. Do you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> it was like everyone knows you. And I was like, I don't think they do. Like, it doesn't feel <laughs> like everyone does, but yeah, he's weird. But Richie, he's, um, he's fantastic. Like just a genuinely superb, superb human being when you meet him. Truly. Yeah. He's so nice. He's so nice. What do you, did you get hands on with the new game yet? Um, Max
1: he's, he's sending me the demo right now. Actually. I, I gave nice. him my email this morning, so I'm waiting for that demo to come through and I'm so stoked. This, this That's is my cool. kind of game.
0: I love these
1: third person platformers. I'm all about them.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Excellent stuff. And last but definitely not least is Root from the virtual strangers. How you doing, dude?
3: Ah, like I was telling you, um, I'm doing good. Uh, it's good to be alive and, uh, i agree with alex i love third person uh platformers as a matter of fact i've been playing start just started playing mario odyssey alex oh did you uh, yeah that thing is amazing
1: pretty pretty good
3: (laughs) yeah it just reminded me how good uh mario is and what's funny is i saw in the, the the labo you know the labo setting for vr and then it reminded me of that vr rumor this weekend and everything with the nintendo and And it just made me think how easy they could put Mario Odyssey or any of these games. Like, they're already ready to be put into VR, really. Um, It's just a matter for Nintendo to pull the Switch, or the trigger I get,
0: rather. I seriously think at the moment that some big things could be happening in VR. Some big things could be happening. And that leads me to talking to Brad. Because Brad brad is like i can't even make sense of half the shit he talks about on twitter so i just wait to talk to him so (laughs) is valve bringing us a new headset or what dude and are they going to release it on metaconnect like what's actually happening what do you think is going to happen
2: so um i'm so excited i'm sleepy because of what is happening in the valve realm uh I literally said, I think last show that I wanted to go on vacation a lot last month because my brain will probably not be able to handle the next month, and so far that has come true <laughs> um, we're not even we're not even at the meta stuff yet, but anyway, um yeah, uh I did the unfortunate thing is before I get into all this because i I do want to kind of talk about this real quick, I did a stream like a few days ago, and that stream is already irrelevant, basically um that's how fast these things have been moving this week we basically right after i did that stream uh which i did because we had a bunch of new information about a new product of some sort um literally the day after a bunch of stuff came out that like changed everything related to what valve is doing right now in terms of productizing things and it's gonna be really strange uh because it's very likely that valve is looking at releasing a console-type device that will be able to run PC VR wirelessly to probably focus on the Decker at HMD. But what makes me more interested is if they have a subsidized console that can run PC VR games wirelessly, there's probably not stopping people with Quest 3s or Quest 2s or other subsidized headsets from also plugging into this subsidized console and making the barrier to entry for PC VR uh, much easier. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, mean, you say the barrier, but I mean, obviously that depends on price points. You're talking about a console similar to like a PlayStation 5, one kind of... The problem with PCs is they're all so varied. And when it comes to optimizing these games and you always see things like consoles because they are a fixed hardware structure or whatever you want to call it they just seem to excel and developers seem to really get to grips with them so you're saying that they're going to release a console that's
2: crazy yeah and it's 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 kind of confusing because um let me
0: grab the picture because you you actually found a picture of it i believe as well so yeah
2: the picture i uploaded is actually a prototype from 2019 we knew that valve was looking into the ideas of doing a steam machines again i mean they've had a lot of success with their partnership with amd and doing the steam deck um now the curious thing is them doing this strategy likely means that the hmd they're working on (laughs) it actually explains everything it's unbelievable that it took this long to find out about this console device um the hmd they they would have is purely it does have a chip inside like an XR2 or something but it's purely focused on the split task of like connecting to this console or i guess a PC already have if you don't need this console um and just streaming wireless PC VR nice so it makes you know it makes me think like there's all the news about a $200 quest headset coming next year like a quest 3 lite like would this be like you said, depending on pricing, which I'm pretty sure they subsidized the Steam Deck already, they could probably subsidize a home console to get whatever they want done here. You don't have the screen or anything um, involved. Would that be like disruptive enough to lowering the barrier to entry for like Meta to not want to do stuff like AirLink or let virtual desktop on the store? Because like it's already kind of a niche thing. To do PCVR on like a Quest, like obviously because of the cost of entry, but like it's like literally if the PSVR or it's literally if the PS Five just announced one day that you can do Air Link with your Quest Three to that, right? It's like the same concept, so it's it's just been wild, and there's a lot of um there's a lot of stuff going on with uh there's this random I don't want to say random Valve created this sub which a sub is like a, like a group of apps and things that they can attach to it. Usually they do these subs, like they can give it to developers to have a variety of things to test out internally or externally, whatever they're working on. Um, and they've been adding a bunch of VR games, such as Half-Life Alyx, the first game they added to the sub and a bunch of the main ones that you would expect. Uh, they recently added No Man's Sky to it. For example, they added Microsoft Flight Simulator and probably testing all those vr games out on this console with brand new uh well custom silicon going on here
0: that's crazy i mean what would be for you then describing this the price point that you would expect and and i do want to dig yeah. into why you i mean obviously you also focus on the vr side of things because that's what you're into um do you think yeah do you think that's a, a a major point for them is vr do you think this this system is that this thing because obviously they're going to potentially release a headset
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is as we talked about potentially standalone and pc and then for example i mean this this is like a bit of a takeover scenario you're looking at now because <laughs> this is like <laughs> fucking like, this is handheld they're doing everything this right is now headset. yeah
2: they're doing handheld they're doing home console they're doing vr it's <clears throat> really wild it um... is wild it's fucking wild actually
0: like when you sum that up you're like oh shit there are not- I
1: this is it sounds like a really, really good idea to me Um because oh, yeah. Yeah. PCs like people talk about PC gaming and like you talk about a PC like a PC does more than games. It does all kinds of stuff. It's built and has parts and components for tons of different tasks. And that makes these things more expensive, you know, or, or I don't know, maybe like less uh, attractive to somebody who is like only wanting to buy a gaming device. But if you could buy a console that is a PC, like it's a PC console and now runs everything that PCs run, but is sleek and is um has a standard hardware across the board. So developers can make experiences that give players the same fucking thing as they all expect. And, I don't know. Like it sounds, it sounds like a really good idea. I think if they come out with this, that a lot of people who are gamers who have been writing off the PC world—not just VR, but like PC gaming in general—will be eyeballing this and being like, "Oh, damn! Like now, I might actually be able to get into some of this high-end stuff." But that's the other thing too: is like the PC crowd is oftentimes um, they are like enamored by having the highest caliber of of quality regardless of the cost you know like these are people who want to run the newest game on ultra period and they don't care what it's going to cost them to get that done um it would be interesting because if they come out with a console i assume that it's not going to be something that's upgradable like a pc so it might be i don't know they might like give people some weird vibes for that but other than that um i'm really really excited about the prospect of something like this
2: Going back to the VR side of things, it's a. I remember there was this one report back in like 2019 that like uh, Valve and Apple were like seriously talking to each other about like kind of sharing their ideas for future VR and stuff. Um, Some sort of collaboration. I don't know how far it went, but uh, speaking of this, like I'm gonna call the console like a like a base station for now because basically if you're only using it with a VR headset, that's kind of what it is. Apple before they before before they switched to the everything on the headset design that they went with that's the product now they were actually going headfirst into that same idea where they would have lighter processing on the headset and then wirelessly extreme to a like a like a powerful uh, base station wirelessly so it's interesting that Apple did not go with it and Valve is seemingly heading toward what Apple didn't think deem was good enough for consumers. Another thing is, Valve doesn't make Lighthouse space stations anymore. They, they pretty much stopped that earlier this year. Um, we're talking about like buying a console and then buying the headset, but there literally could be a scenario where because they got rid of those Lighthouse space stations, they can include this console in the box with every headset <laughs> if it's really that dedicated to vr right like all in one system even though it's split (laughs) I (laughs) i mean
0: i mean i would say we've seen this before didn't we like xbox kind of was the idea of a pc and a console that was where that kind of come from but i don't know like i've seen people write some stuff in the chat obviously steam steam itself as a software is incredible like all the biggest games are there and stuff it's not even the same scenario but I'm thinking around $1,000 for something like this. I've seen some people say they need to undercut Xbox and they need to undercut um, PlayStation. I actually see them doing kind of, not that. I kind of see them doing this and saying, look, we're Valve. Like, we do good shit. Like, this, you know, and if you want to be part of this new new good shit thing, like, this is where you need to be. Um, But yeah, dude, like, it's kind of crazy to think they're kind of doing a. A technology takeover and i didn't think of that until now i feel like a bit of an idiot because obviously yeah i've known about all the things and then suddenly i've added them all up and i'm like oh that's crazy
1: well and think about it dude like the quest comes to the scene and like what's what's a huge problem or you know like or vr in general really but like content is king right this is something that we've known for a long time like something can come out and if it doesn't have like content to support it then it it's kind of dead in the water. Um, you know, now this is kind of a, a bad example to after immediately making that point. But then when the Nintendo Switch launched, there was Breath of the Wild. Like, that's it. That's like all you could get on this thing. And unless you were playing Zelda, you really had zero reason to own a Switch, which is a great reason to own a Switch. But still, like if you want, didn't want to play Zelda, you could have not looked at the Switch for six months to a year. And that is not the case here. With Valve with the Steam library. Like that is infinite content, infinite games. Like the second that console comes out, you can play the newest, craziest, or the oldest and most classic. You, like everything yeah. would be at your at your fingertips. Everything. And yeah. I think that's really, really enticing.
0: The triangulator just dropped like we're Valve. And if you want Half-Life 3, this is our new headset and console. Like mm-hmm. he's absolutely right, dude. I mean, people bought uh, an index literally just to play one game which is disappointing obviously for anyone who loves VR but for them they were like yeah we'll play we'll play uh, Half-Life and then we'll maybe look around a bit they'll probably see the same nine games that are the top 10 on Steam and then the rest of them are just <laughs> porn at the moment which is crazy and then just go yeah there's nothing here for me now and um, it's insane like it's kind of insane this conversation actually yeah yeah it's cool Man, it's really so... cool. It's really cool. It's really cool. What about the Nintendo thing? Does anyone think that's got that's got any, any truth to it?
2: I'm very I skeptical guess. of that. Mm. Uh at least the part about the micro LED stuff, because that technology is still so super expensive to make. I don't see how Nintendo, who is like historically don't go for the next generation type technologies, could even get it to the level of uh cheapness for their next product
0: yeah yeah and what year is uh switch to is it 25 is it 2020 no this upcoming year it's going to become 2024 Hmm. man that, that, i think uh you know what like i would definitely get a switch to
1: when it happens for sure uh, fuck yeah uh, especially because i'm pretty sure pretty sure that everything will be like a backwards compatible kind of situation right like i really don't i feel like they've been supporting the switch so hard that like all of my games and all of my hardware like all my extra controllers and stuff should work i'm i'm hoping and praying i I have no reason to know this i just feel like i feel it in my bones
0: you never know though dude because they could just like flip the script and just do something that only uses your feet as controllers. That would
1: suck so hard. I, I I have everything, dude. I have the the NES controllers, I have the super NES controllers, I have the Sega Genesis controller, I have the N64 controller, I have like everything that they've made for that console. I bought. So I really hope I can still use all
0: that stuff. Damn, bro. I know.
1: But I do Damn. think Nintendo is gonna do a VR thing, and uh the only reason I'm saying that is because I heard a rumor about it before the news broke on all the sites.
0: Yeah, same. I'd heard so I'd heard from some um some yeah. people that I didn't expect to hear from. Yeah. And then uh yeah, when I saw that online, I was like, do you know what? I'm actually mm-hmm. going to talk about this because I do think and I do hope that it actually happens cuz that'd be crazy what we're talking about like Yeah, I mean it, Meta would stay I guess in the standalone camp. Like they're going to I mean, this sounds like where they're going to go. They're going to stay in the wireless PC VRless thing that's what they want to do valve i mean sounds like they want to do everything is that what it sounds like i mean it does to me
2: sounds like yeah really does
1: but didn't you say that there's nothing that is indicating a standalone device now
2: yeah i should yeah yeah the the, the headset probably would still require a pc or that console to like actually run things you would want to run Yeah.
0: I don't think it's a bad move. I don't
2: think that's bad. It, it, fits, it fits them. It
0: fits Valve. Yeah. I think so. Uh, either technology is not up to their standard. Do you know what I mean? I imagine that's probably what it is to make it cost effective. Um, because I guess there's only so so far you can push people to expect to pay for something. Um, and then you've got the weight factor as well. Like yeah, I said, using this crystal, dude. Like I haven't finished my video. I've still got a long way to go. But it is... Um cumbersome, I think is the word to say. It's cumbersome. That's a good word.
3: It's, it's, it's it's the wrong direction in 2023. Should be, the headset should be getting lighter and not heavier.
0: Yeah, I'm what is quest three? Quest three is apparently like half a kilo, let's say that for now. Half a kilo. Um, I think to be going over half a kilo is you need to look at yourself and be like, right, what's going on? You know, surely you want people to be feeling more immersed by not necessarily knowing that these things are even on their heads. Um, as yeah, that like, there's no, I don't think you, I don't, this is, this is where I'm struggling with it. I kind of like it, but there's a hundred percent of the time. I know I'm wearing it like, and you know, when I'm using PSVR two or I'm using my quest, like you have, you add mods that kind of fit your head or your shape of face, or whatever. And then you get to that point where you can be in there and the game is the important thing or the experience as i'm struggling with that at the moment a little bit and I, maybe i need some more time with it and i'll see how it goes but um yeah this, um... i mean it's
1: big dude it's fucking huge and I... like you know immerse robot in the chat saying form factor is the worst part of the crystal like it's massive like nobody wants something that big
0: it is it's <laughs> just but i kind of i kind of think it's still cool though but it's like you know You know, like when you got Robocop, yeah, and he was like silver and he looked really cool and, you know, round and stuff. And and then you got the baddie, do you know what I mean? It's like the baddie machine, you know, it's big and (laughs) it's angular and it's sharp and it's got this angry face on the front. Like, it looks like the baddie headset when I look at it. That's
1: pretty great. But
0: why doesn't this light up, dude? How cool would that be? If that shone blue, that'd be so sick.
1: Yeah. Hi, Max! oh <laughs> bros
0: bros bros we've got uh we got new channel members thank you ever so much to warwick gaming how you doing man i think i recognize him off twitter how you doing everyone good to see you all thank you for joining uh waleed dropping the two dollar donation thank you ever so much seems like valve is following the psvr2 model what do you what do you think about that comment
2: yeah but i, I think i mean technically and a basic level sort of um however i, I still think Actually, I know you're gonna be able to still like connect Decker to give like a souped up PC still and like like I said, I really do think people will figure out how to connect their Quest three or whatever to it one day. I can totally see if this uh console does well enough. Giguden would totally make a Linux version of the virtual desktop streamer, and then yeah, I, I know I, I think uh, it's like a PS5 or PSVR two, but way more open. Of yeah. what you
0: can do. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, and I think I think going into con into I think this is where I I'm not really ever into console wars. I literally go where software is. Like if a game if I like a game, I don't really care where it comes from. I'm like, cool, I really yeah. want to play that game. And that, that is obviously a bit of a nightmare sometimes. Um because obviously then it can be costly because then you need to buy the console. Um, but I always think to myself, I can play that game, and I can play that console, and maybe in six months I could sell it. And I don't see it as a full amount lost. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always think of those things. And I used to regrettably sell everything I ever had to get the next new thing. So I just didn't have the money. Um, and obviously now enjoying retro, I'm struggling with that. But I think in VR, and it kind of disappeared for a while where PSVR went quiet. There wasn't really any arguments too much. You know, there was that little bit of like quest it fuck games that crap from PC, but, they would say everything looks crap compared to PC, not just Quest. It would be, even if you're talking about flat games, do you know what I mean? PC was, is the master race kind of thing. But mm-hmm. now obviously we're in VR and PlayStation's here. Obviously these are PlayStation gamers. And I forget that. I forget that these guys are like, it's PlayStation. Like we love PlayStation. And I completely forget. I actually, I personally forget that because I love my PlayStation, but I do, I don't actually love my Xbox at the moment. I sold it. Um. I, I just never turned the bloody thing on. The end, and I was just like, "Why?" I
1: have an Xbox for one game.
0: I need to one for Starfield. But. It is, but Soul Caliber Two HD. No, I do. But, I've got classics. I've got and I will get another Xbox. No, I have got. I've got an Xbox S. That's what I did. I saw you don't, you don't. You don't need, need
3: to have the Xbox though, like because you got tell a me PC. One, Yeah, tell me one game I can't play on my PC. Like I, I think Xbox kind of made Soul it Caliber good. Two HD okay well he's right tell me a game that i actually want to play right. that's, that's current what? um but uh no no i mean the playstation there's a reason to own it like there's games on the playstation 5 that you cannot play anywhere else and um xbox has kind of put them in a, in a position where i don't think they really care about the console anymore i you it's know, they, such a shame it, though
0: like i loved the days of halo on there and gears of war like oh dude halo they on. were great days and the latest halo was fantastic Like it was a really good game. That's why I bought. I bought the Halo Xbox. And I got the... Yeah, it was amazing. Like, opening it. Oh, turning it on was fantastic. And then suddenly I played Halo and I just did not play it anymore. And I was like, why am I not playing this thing? And it was worth some money because it was the Halo edition. And simply put, self-employed. I'm like, I'm sorry, mate. (laughs) You gotta go. (laughs) So... That's a bummer. Rest in peace, Xbox. I... Yeah. I just wish... Yeah, I just wish it wasn't that way. But yeah, obviously, as I was going back to Nintendo and PlayStation, they're all their own thing. As PC, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. A bit worried about a PlayStation at the moment, but I'm sure things are going to definitely pick up soon.
1: You know, I um, I've been spending a lot of time in the PlayStation VR2 playing Firewall, and uh, it's so weird because it is such a great game with such huge problems and it's really hard because like i want to recommend it to people because the gameplay is second to none in my opinion but the friction to getting into matches properly and like some of the other issues that are existing like do really make it difficult to recommend to someone who i know like isn't going to like have the exact same experience that i'm having um but all that said i still can't help it like i love that game so much that I'm willing to endure 30 to 40 minutes of bullshit, trying to get into a match with the squad to get in there. Cause once I get in there, it's like, that's where I want to be in VR. It's so intense. It's so much fun. Um, and I really like it. So that's, that's been my experience for the past week or so, a lot of firewall and hasn't all been pretty, but I'm still doing it anyway. Cause it's just that good. In my opinion. Do
0: you know what I've had, I've had a, a weird thing with firewall in my own time. I really enjoy the Spec Ops missions, actually. I think they're pretty good fun. Um, yeah. It's that it's... This is going to sound crazy to some people. And I was a massive fan of Firewall, like, and a promoter of it back in the day. I find it kind of so similar because of the levels and stuff. And it is obviously Firewall Zero Hour underneath upgraded that I haven't played it as much. And and does that sound strange? Like... No. Does that say, no. Like, it- it yeah. really
1: sounds I mean that that does not surprise me at all. It it is firewall. Um and it's the same pace. To your point, it's the same levels. So the strategies are insanely similar. Like yeah. I hit the ground running with my squad. We all knew what we did. We all knew what to do. <laughs> you know, like we could do a match. We're like, okay, sweet, let's go. Bam. We're like already like hitting the maps as if we're seasoned players, because guess what we are? Um, there are a couple of things that I really, really like. That are different from Ultra. Or I mean, are from Zero Hour in Ultra, and obviously some things that uh, I'm not a huge fan of. But I, uh, the the main thing I want to mention is that I really, really love pistols, and they were not fun to use in Firewall Zero Hour because you were using the aim controller, so both of your hands were stuck to the peripheral the entire time. Yep. And if you switch to a pistol, it's like you have a pistol in front of you, but both of your hands are still up here and gripping. And it's just kind of weird, but in ultra, because you have both hands now, like a pistol, you can just like flail, flail, flail it around however you want. And those things are super powerful, man. And if you get in close range with somebody with a pistol, you're going to kill them so fast. Interesting. It's really, really badass. Mm-hmm. If I, if I'm like in breaching a room and I know somebody's in there, I'll switch to a pistol.
0: I literally check that discord. I was checking it every day. I'm now checking it every other day um my interest is slowly i'm just waiting because i'm sure the community is going to shout and holler when things are great and when they are great i'll be jumping back in that's what i'm waiting for i've got faith um i just kind It'll of it will get better yeah i just kind of wish they'd I, well i don't know about the pressures from releasing a game but um
1: yeah i mean the big issue which i haven't addressed yet is the matchmaking stuff um if you are trying to, if you go in there by yourself, you shouldn't have any issues. You should be able to get into matches, no no problem, and have a good old time. But if you're trying to play with friends, which in my opinion is the only way to play this game, then there's a lot of headaches. Um, so often we'll queue up with four of us and three of us make it into a lobby and fourth doesn't. And we're like, ah, uh, all right, we have to leave the lobby, reform our group, re queue, try to get back in. It's a nightmare. These, these
3: actually, are actually really a big part of a, a multiplayer game, though. No, Just kidding, um, yeah. it's like the biggest fucking thing, right? Like, like Wes says, that's like a huge deal, and I'm surprised it still hasn't isn't fixed. It's, 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 it's
0: actually, gotten better. It leads us into a good conversation we was having before the show went live about these games releasing. Um, and they're they, they seem to live off patches, like, they need to they need patches, they rely on them, um, to be working. But first of all, before we get into that, I want to say thank you to Walid, he's now a game cat, he says. Resident Evil 4 Remake is coming? Yes, absolutely. And Tokyo Game Show is on now. And it's playable there, apparently. And I'm still waiting for someone to talk about it. And I've not seen anything about it. I haven't checked. I will check in a minute, see if anyone's talking about it yet. Because that's the first thing. I'd run on all fours. As soon as I got to that show, I'd be like a madman trying to get there. But thank you for the donation, dude. I hope you're well. Uh, Shaw. I can't even read. Oh, there we go. Shaw. Shake. Redemption. shake Redemption's first super chat of $5. Thank you ever so much, dude. Sorry, I obviously I wanted to say what the film was, Um, but yeah, obviously, but thank you, man. Thank you for the super chat. Snowtoad says he's done £5. Pounds. Thank you ever so much. He says, I can't think of anything funny to say. Well, that's fine, dude. You know, that's we can't all be funny all the time, you know? Uh, <laughs> is it, and I wish I could. I can't. I don't expect anyone else to be, so thank you ever so much. And Wallyed has donated again uh with two dollars and he says the ai in firewall x is what brings me back i was going to say that so playstation access today were streaming against uh the ai and dude they struggled i mean it is hard it's really hard it is not
1: easy no yeah it's not easy and here's another thing too if you're out there playing firewall and you're like man this is taking a long time to get crypto and level up um a few of us think it's broken right now, but you get way more crypto and way more XP by completing the XFL missions than you do PVP matches.
0: Oh, so yes. A lot. So private matches don't give you any XP, but XFL do?
1: XFL a lot. Like four times what you get from winning matches in PVP.
3: Like, what are you doing PvP? If you want to level, right? <laughs> Do the extra. yeah.
1: That's why. That's why I'm thinking it's broken because it's there's no there's no universe in that you should be getting more from a PVE game than a PvP game. In my opinion. Why have you told but, everyone?
0: dude? why have you told everyone? Unless
1: well, because because it's the crew cast. This is the crew cast exclusive. Yeah. The crew right. cast Don't tell
0: anyone exclusive. else. That's right. Keep it to yourself. After the show, go okay. play some PVE. Go level up. Get
1: the signal jammer online. Let's get it
0: yeah yeah you need the super jammer mr tasselhoff thank you ever so much for donating crewcast memberships 10 of them thank you ever so much thank you everyone for all your support um i really appreciate it and uh just to think there was a moment in my mind where i thought oh no i've got to cancel the show because uh the guys can't make it skeeva ill, mashes pcs and beards but no the guys have come through and uh thank you and so have you that's what i'm saying thank you crewcast uh, strong yeah i mean you should get it as a tattoo alex you know crew strength you know
3: scion well, says i should play uh ghost of tabor uh with him which i you know i've actually thought about that but that was just about to ask am i crazy or am i the only one that just feels like you know we go through genres like i'm just so burnt out with shooters like i i'm just so burnt out with shooters in vr and don't get me wrong really good one comes along that's fine but does do we have to have three four a month like i'm just fucking over it it's just too much man like it just to me is getting it's getting like horror games had their time and and every genre has their moment and i think shooters are just
0: oversaturated right now there's a lot of them there is a lot of them i did but i still i still think they've all got something a little bit to offer there's a game coming out this week um for psvr2 that i was really surprised how much I enjoyed it, and I know what you're saying. Like you, why haven't I experienced fatigue? Why have I not fatigued at the idea? Do you know what I have fatigued in wave shooters? The word, even the word, wave shooters, makes me think. Oh God, not another way. Like if you pin me to an area and have things run at me, I literally think I just don't want to touch this game, and it, mm-hmm. it's really bad. I mean. In VR, especially, I think VR leaned so heavily on wave shooters back in the day that first of all, right. it's like, oh, that's really cool. And then, um I mean, Brad's nodding his head, he's been in VR longer than I have. So he's probably played some older games than me that were just wave shooters back in the day.
2: Uh, it was a PTSD moment for sure. It is, isn't it? Like, I literally <laughs> yeah.
0: get like a, a shudder. I'm like, oh, no, not a... like if anyone ever said to me, listen, man, we're going to make this brand new game, right? It's going to have fantastic graphics. <laughs> It's going to have haptics. It's going to blow your mind. It's got eye tracking. I'm like, what is it? It's a wave shooter. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to play it. <laughs> I just want to give a quick shout out to Parasite uh, Green. He did a super chat earlier. Parasite 82 Green, sorry. And why can't I see it? Why can't I scroll up this bloody chat? No. Have I lost it? There it is. Where is it? It's saying about... Um, there it is. I think Destiny VR would be a system seller, he says. And I absolutely agree. I loved yeah, Destiny back in the day. I,
1: I would buy that so fast, <laughs> dude. Yes.
0: Yeah, of course. Like, that's kind of the game we all want anyway. But well, apart from Roots, he doesn't want any more shooters.
3: No, no that but one I, would, I would love Destiny. I would
0: take that one. Yeah, I love yeah. Destiny
3: too. But this is the thing, I guess, maybe, and I, I know... um all a lot of these shooters it's like firewall breachers i i don't like those modes of shooters anyway flat or vr and so i'm looking for like a legit call of duty style and that's why i kind of lean more towards alvo or or games like that because a little bit faster paced i want you know domination i want uh capture the flag i I want all those traditional really cool modes that they don't seem to do in vr it's team deathmatch i mean a few of them do but it's just not it's not the same, and uh and maybe that's what I'm just wanting. I'm wanting more, a little bit more depth, or or my type of shooter, uh, which I I just don't see mostly.
0: Do you know who else wants uh, domination? Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. She
0: does. Yeah.
1: So there's one thing I want to say here, and it's that I can I can relate to the sentiment that you're sharing here, roots. You know, like I I get burned out on stuff too, and sometimes it can be easy to identify like a genre or an art style that you think is that. Um, But I have realized as in my times when I've identified those types of things that I've almost always been like wrong, you know, like I remember when after the fall was being announced, I was like, Oh my God, are you serious? Like another, like kill waves of zombies game. Like Mm -hmm. I am not interested in this at all. And then I played after the fall and I was like, Holy shit, this is, the best zombie shooting game i've ever played you know and like yeah maybe i'm sick of them but if it's that good i'm gonna play it you know as long as it brings
3: something new to the table and that's exactly what that one did um and i still wish it was more like back for blood or left for dead because that's what they're kind of trying to be like and Mm -hmm. i think that if they would have if it wasn't about killing every zombie on every wave like just put me in scenarios where I need to get from this place to this place, and the zombies are fucking crazy, and the surviving is what you're trying to do. Just I, you just need to get to this room over there. Th- that's what I love about Back for Blood and Left for Dead, and I feel like that's what that game was missing a little bit. Is it was like okay, kill everything in this wave, then go to the next place, kill yeah. everything here, go to the next place. Um, Have you played they, Survive? I did is that that yeah I did play that one that's a little jank got a little bit of jank it's a, it, right? yeah it's a
0: little jank
1: yeah
3: it's good on but it's two. have you
0: played it on psvr2 though I've only played I,
3: pc I think I played the pc it's version it's so much better on psvr2
0: boys honestly it's a really good game on psvr2 I, like
2: I thought it was
1: good on pc a little janky but still like really good like great interactions multiplayer cool missions to go out on tons of cool weapons mm. yeah survive is pretty good i'll tell you
3: what survive is going to be gone when back for blood hits the the unreal engine mod and you can play that with your friends uh that's going to be amazing
0: uh et2k9 now has gifted five crew cast memberships thank you ever so much guys like that is (laughs) so many members extra today Thank you very much. I really appreciate you all like holding the flag next to your names. It's very cool. Biggity band with a $10 donation. And I'm sure Brad already saw this. He's put for Brad to buy a pack of hair ties. I like his uh, his sweat look. You know, I like that. <laughs> That's good. Have you, have we also you had have,
1: uh, the work Gaming Channel gift five crew, crew cast memberships.
0: Damn, that's crazy. And Snow
1: Toad dropping another five crew cast memberships. Bro, Everybody's
0: you, a member. Has Brett got one? Has Brett got another one?
1: You're Did still. Don get one? Did,
2: yeah, I, I do. I of course do. Of course. Thank you. Yep. Always. And then we've
1: got 499 in uh, pounds flying in from parasite 82 green saying kill zone would be my own pick. But uh, from a business standpoint, Destiny in VR makes the most sense, more than God of War, Spider-Man in VR. Uh, yeah, of course, because it has MMORPG elements, yeah, which get right. multiple people in every single damn day. Yeah, we need more MMORPG elements and games in VR. Look That's, at the, that's the shit that gets me.
0: Mickey Bird dropping after the full Steam key. Dude, thank you ever Yo, so much, man. That
1: is a juicy one. Somebody that scoop juicy. that
0: people are slipping over in the chat trying to get to it. it's dude so it's great
1: and after the fall on pc is like yeah. twice as good as it is on the quest like it blew me away standalone to pc how much better it is it's like i it's like literally like a fun game on quest and a badass game on pc and from my perspective
0: yeah for sure for sure guess guess the game that i went hands-on with a little while ago that i can't talk about
1: guess asgard's wrath no <laughs> mm.
0: bullet storm no i would like that a lot i love bullet storm flat ghostbusters yes but this isn't that is the one i'm talking about there's another one <laughs> <laughs> assassin's creed no San Andreas, oh. no, no, never. That's never yeah, gonna happen, right. <laughs> It's <laughs> yeah. never gonna happen, man.
2: Arizona Sunshine Two, yeah oh. yes, Ooh, there it is. Yeah. There it is.
0: There Arizona is. Sunshine Two, that is all I can say. I know. What did I say in my tweet that I had to get verified? I've played Arizona Sunshine Two. Let me just check and i I wasn't disappointed and i wasn't disappointed that's what i had to say and uh yeah more to follow on that soon on the channel can't wait for that
1: exciting
0: Um, yeah like yeah yeah there's kind of things where it's 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 really hard sometimes because obviously you know that i know some games that are coming and, and obviously like you guys might do as well but general population don't and they're like oh man the games are rubbish. Everything's rubbish, and I'm like, ah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, just wait, please, just, just wait.
3: Won't... That's what I think every time when people say about Sony, like these these games that we want, especially the the AAA hybrid games. They're working on one right now. They've re4, and we know there's other ones out there. They take several years to make. Like anybody that thinks Sony's just like bringing their hands and they're not bringing these AAA hybrid games is crazy it's it's happening we know what's happening behind the scenes the timing is what we wonder but like that that's what i think if if everybody just calms down a little bit about about playstation vr2 and just waits a while six months a year i guarantee people are going to be very happy Um, and that's without knowing anything i don't know any specific titles i just know they're out there
0: the difference is though right is that for you and me you'll play a PCVR game or you'll play a Quest game or you'll play a flat game, right? But I won't probably play a flat game. I'll play a Quest game because Quest 3 is coming. So I'm very excited for that. It's going to be checking out new games, enhanced features. Who knows what it's going to be like yet? Excited for that. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I can wait a couple of months. Do you know what I'm saying? But for people who are solid, like, <laughs> somebody, I don't think you understand, <laughs> like, how hardcore these people can be. Like, they literally think that headset is going to be the best headset probably until the next PSVR 3, you know? It's like, they've got that thing. And that's fine. Like, that that's cool, you know? There's, there's... But for me, I'm I'm always, like, looking around. I'm always like, oh, I've got to stay. Because VR, VR, out of all entertainment technologies, virtual reality for me at the moment is the thing that changes the most. Like, constantly. Yeah, constantly. And I still know that some people at the moment don't understand how important lenses are in All VR. Right. They still talk Those about pan- resolution.
3: Pancake lenses are a game changer, and I don't think people realize that's the best thing I've ever looked through. Is my Quest Pro?
0: That it looks really good. That's what I'm saying, dude. And, and I still think. I mean, we spoke about it briefly, and the best person to talk about it, I guess, is he's um is Brad. But I try, to try and explain to people. They go, yeah, but PSVR2 is 4 i I'm like, well, it's not. It's two K per eye, but they don't want to. They don't want to necessarily hear that, and then I'm like, yeah, and it's you know, it's is it free? How do you say? It? I say Fresno, It's Fresnel, isn't it? Fresno lenses. Um, now, how do you say it? Fresnel. Fresnel. I do apologise. I'm, I'm I'm bloody dyslexic, and I just literally say things as they look. So Fresnel lenses. But yes, when you go to pancake, it's suddenly just like, oh, that's really different. So yeah, Brad, how 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 important are lenses to VR?
2: I think you guys covered it very well. They're like, literally, I always say like optics and display are like the cornerstone of a headset. You can have all that processing and stuff, but if you don't have good lenses and a good display to go with those lenses, you're doomed.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how do, you, how do you like, what? why have I mean, there must be a cost factor in between going pancake and fresnel lenses there's got to be i'm assuming like
2: uh a, a what sorry
0: there must be a cost barrier because well, why, oh, did, yeah. why did why did places VR two go with fresnel lenses knowing that pretty much every other hmd go forward will probably be pancake
2: yeah um i mean cost is one thing um but especially especially when you go pancake you lose a lot of light right. um and since since sony wanted to go with oled uh those displays you would get like no light actually to your eyeballs if you use a pancake setup. So that's yeah. the main reason that they went with Fresnel. There's like, okay, well we got these somewhat special OLED displays. Um we're gonna do HDR in them. We're gonna keep them as bright as we can get them to do HDR. We can only use Fresnel to keep that marketing angle there. So
0: yeah. So you think purely that was a marketing thing?
2: Like? I I Because I, I think I you've would, mentioned this before. Yeah, yeah. I really do think like the, the HDR and like the soup like super high brightness thing. That that really was sort of a marketing thing. Um it sounds great, okay. doesn't
0: it? OLED, uh HDR, 4K. Like they, I mean it sounds yeah, like yeah.
2: They could have said like 10 bit color and that's like already good enough but like they really made a point to make those displays run much brighter than they probably needed to just so they can like get a little bit more wow factor in those daylight scenes which again would be impossible if you use that same panel at least with uh pancake lenses you would you would probably you would have to switch to lcd at that point because you can make lcds way brighter very easily without killing the display basically
0: So. yeah 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 i mean that's the thing isn't it when when everything's right in the psvr 2 it looks brilliant to be honest the colors and the blacks like it looks on point um but yeah i'm, well, I'm, I'm interested to see how the future is going to be you know for visuals in terms of visuals
3: it, t- it takes the developers to utilize the playstation vr 2 and i think that's why most of these games don't look as good as they could it as it has all this technology um foveated rendering whatever and you know, a lot of devs aren't even using it. You know, or it gets to a point where like it they they do after the fact, kind of like we were saying before, where they they release something and they're they down the road, we're gonna fix it. And um, and that's kind of the problem. And that's kind of why I'm the opposite of what you said. I you know, I, I play a lot of VR, but I play a lot more flat because the games that I've played this year, Baldur's Gate 3, Remnant 2, um, Diablo Four. Have been some of the best games i've played in a decade you know what i mean and so that's what that's the dragon i'm chasing i i have this fucking problem like i want <laughs> AAA and vr now right and um and so like these games that are so amazing like i can't just ditch them and say it's got to be vr I, to me that's crazy like it to me it's all about the game uh, the the vr is just the the cherry on top that puts me in the world which don't get me wrong that's where i want to be anyway but if I have to slum it and play through 200 hours of Remnant 2 with, with Chinatown D and Jim Hall and have some of the best times I've had in, in a year, I'm going to do it, you know? Because like, there just doesn't exist in VR. There's just not many games that have that depth to it. And um and that's why I look forward to these, these uh, hybrid games so much because I, yeah. I don't care if I've got to use the controller I've used my whole life. I just want to be in that AAA game like I have with Uncharted 4. So,
0: yeah, which is why you love the modding scene so much. Like, you, cause yeah. those games are, well, full games. They're, you know, they're going to be there for hours and hours and hours of content, and, and you get to experience them in virtual reality.
3: Yeah. And it's some of the best storytelling I've, I've played in decades. Like that, just that one game. Um, and so, uh, I just think once we hit that, that singularity is, is the big thing. And I said this on our podcast. Last night, and I've said it before it's why a lot of devs are struggling right now, like the competition is 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 increasing for everybody right for these developers and and it's becoming a sink or swim situation where a lot of these developers are are kind of in a position where they they they're not going to be they're not going to make it, but they haven't realized it yet you know what i mean and and it's tough and it's tough for me because I want to say this game sucks or it's not whatever, but you <laughs> somebody's life work, right? So at the same time, it's just a weird place to be in right now. So.
0: Yes it is. Absolutely, mate. It really is. And I completely understand like people I speak to uh in the space are like gaming is having one of the best times ever at the moment, you know? Like in the last 6 months there has been some absolutely incredible flat games that have released, you know? So Yeah great for game i mean at the end of the day i still think even if they are having a great time i still think vr is still an eyeball for a lot of these companies so i still think uh it's going to be happening but thank you ever so much to warrior he gifted five vr crewcast memberships thank you ever so much dude and uh thank you to all of you being here as as i said earlier i really appreciate it and d we could have invited d on couldn't we
2: god damn i'm supposed (laughs) to
0: ages uh she's dropped two dollars thank you ever so much d Will you be the only crew cast to not see D at CES? I kind of hope we don't talk about CES. I don't know. Literally, I don't know if I'll have the money to go to CES. If I have the money to go to CES, I will try to go to CES. I don't know how much. What What are the dates of CES? And I'll, I'll ask. January 4th, right? Isn't it the
1: 4th? Uh, it's a couple days later this year. I think it's like Is it? <clears throat> 7th.
0: Can you okay. have a look how much flights are on January Nine 7th? 9th to 12th. Ninth to twelve. Can you have a look? She's saying no. She's not going to have a look. But I was. <laughs> we she need to have you a there. look.
1: You need to go too, Miss GT. Yeah, we need to meet Mrs. GT.
0: Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Do
1: you it's... want to come? <laughs> All right. See, <laughs> there it is, and, <laughs> we're, and, going and she, <laughs> we're going and
3: to Vegas. She's going. We're going to Vegas. should
1: know that a lot of ladies <laughs> uh, counterparts, I should say, of VR people come to this one. You know, like other other creators, like myself, bring their wives. Yeah, you know, like VR with Jasmine brings her dude. So, like a lot of people bring their another. Are you, are you bringing see,
0: Mrs. Bradley? Yes. Right there so, it is. Yeah, you are coming then. We're going to Las Vegas. Yeah, I'm not going to be the only one to rock up with a wife, am I? (laughs) All the boys are there flexing. And i am be like...
1: (laughs) Yeah, we need GT to flex it.
0: Yeah, I'll be everyone's wingman. See ya.
1: Well, just let her know that we can't wait to meet her.
0: They said they can't wait to meet you. She's she's our <laughs> eyebrows are like halfway up right at the moment. Yes, like, yes.
1: We we're doing
0: this, guys. Together, we are doing this. We're doing this. We're getting together.
1: the G we're getting the GTs to the states for Las Vegas CES. It's gonna be great.
0: Crazy. As long as we don't do any gambling.
1: Nah. We don't need to do that.
3: Only gambling I'm doing I no. might do a little little slots, but I, I too there's too much fixing in Vegas for me to ever think you could make money off of uh, cards let's go with go with luck and just ha- happen to hit the the right machine at the right time so J- too. JS
0: 2 is gonna get banned from the chat if my mrs does that i think uh where are we now let's have a look um yeah cool like <laughs> <laughs> uh, Skeever said
1: he'll be bringing righty
0: <laughs> oh no is, is there not a mrs skeever
1: uh, not right now there's not
0: has he got like a, a little hand puppet is that what he's going to uh, bring
1: well yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah or a hand yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh god yeah nice so what's everyone been up to in, in the chat what have you been doing what have you been playing have you been doing much I need to know I need to know what people are doing I've been quite out of the scene do you know something at the top of my list at the moment I want to check out tomorrow is Citadel I think it's called in Horizon Worlds it's a, Yeah, it's a roguelite and I heard it's actually really good and I don't know if really? anyone's played it. Yeah. Mm.
1: Getting Things Done is in the chat. I'm sure he can uh, give us a little bit of info on the Citadel thing that just uh, got announced. In
0: the chat? Have I missed him?
1: Yeah, oh. J- Getting Things Done. Uh, it's Jay Dunn from the Get-, Get Him to the Metaverse podcast. And yep. uh, he and his wife, Joy Rain, spend a lot of time in Horizon Worlds. They're world builders. Mm. They go into all the stuff. And um, they've got their finger on the pulse when it comes to the hotness in Meta Horizon Worlds.
0: Hold on, but mm-hmm. that's not it's Jay Dunn, isn't it? Yeah. But that says getting things done. Yeah, so getting things done is the name of the channel. Jay oh, Dunn is the name of the man. Right. Oh, no. Got it. Okay. And he says Citadel is incredible. I'm sure. Right, we must be on about two different people. Excellent. Good stuff. <laughs> we must be on about different people. <laughs> is
3: it I've still haven't been in Neos. Is that any good, Alex? All uh, right or is that still a thing or yeah is it still a thing or
1: uh well technically yes but no Uh, it's on its way out i Um, missed it there well you didn't well you did but you didn't (laughs) there there will there will be new things for us to do in the future Oh, in the near future,
0: so DIYVR channel says I'm using the good old Quest One with virtual desktop from time to time, waiting for a oh, new wow. one. Yeah, dude, I wonder how front heavy that thing is now, because I know the Quest Two was an improvement, and that's now getting like front heavy, isn't it? The Quest One, I gotta
1: say, man, is pretty awesome. Like I haven't really used it in a long time because. I don't have to, right? Quest 2 came out, multiple headsets came out, like all that. Um, But when we did Game On Expo, we were like grabbing every headset that we could. Like, I think we had like 15 headsets going simultaneously and um, we needed to break out the Quest 1 to run Job Simulator. So we were running the Quest 1 with Job Simulator and it was the first time I had like put a Quest 1 on my head in like two years or so. And A, that head strap is really good. Yeah,
0: well, the one out of the box. Yeah. Yeah. Really how they, How did they get it so wrong with Quest? TV? I don't.
1: I don't know. It must have been. It must have been a fraction of the It, cost, it feels so like to the new one.
0: The one on the OG Quest for me so it felt very similar to the Rift, the original Rift, and yeah. the, and, they, and that was right. That was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: yeah, it felt good, and I mean, I put the I put the headset on just to set it up a few times, and I was like, man, you know what? Like, ah, good old Quest One. You know, it's got <laughs> the, it's got the right back strap, like an know? old like, shoe. Yeah, good old Quest One,
0: you know. <laughs> Excellent. You know, does any
3: go is anybody thinking about not because I i must everybody's got a Quest Pro here, right? Like, um, if if Valve Deckard drops or some kind of a Valve headset drops, would you maybe forego the Quest Three to get the 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 Valve? I will because I I would still get to use the Quest Three because D's going to get one, but
0: oh, uh, nah,
3: you I got to have
1: a Quest Three.
0: Yeah, you gotta have a quest, just gotta have one. Yeah, why? Well, it's like Pokemon,
1: yeah, (laughs) (laughs) gotta catch
0: them, yeah. (laughs) And I don't
3: want to, I don't want to play most almost any standalone game. You don't even know what the games are yet, unless they're uh, this is the thing, unless it's specific on Quest only. That's those are the only games that I would consider playing on a Quest. Everything I'm going to play on PC, I'm going to lean towards PC or PlayStation VR 2. Yeah, but listen.
0: why do you go for PSVR 2? Is it because you, you find it graphically better?
3: No, because I find that the controllers, the haptics, the head controllers, yeah. the adaptive triggers, especially like in a game like Crossfire, I played that almost the full campaign on PlayStation VR 2. I went into PC yesterday before the show and played like an hour and a half. I, I felt like it felt somewhat hollow yeah. without, the, without the haptics. It just some, really
0: did. Some games, I don't know why there's like this... I get it. I guess some games aren't meant to kick your ass, but some games like uh, Operation Wolf, whatever it was, that did the same thing. Where when you pull a trigger on assault rifle, you can—it's hitting so hard you can hear it. It's like you can hear that trigger going, and it feels really good. And yeah, Crossfire is one of those games for sure. It feels like you're in an arcade game, like in an arcade in VR. Yeah,
3: but I'm going to lean towards my PC games for the most part, and I'm going to use the Quest Pro, so I just have very limited use where i play a quest game and this is my usage i'm going into a game that we're talking about to talk about the differences between pc and quest that's it man <laughs> like i don't i don't need the quest 3 for that you know what i mean like would you not sell I your know.
0: pro for quest 3
3: and i love my pro i i love the way that the pro i like the style i don't i don't know if i want to go back to the strap style i don't want the gasket on my face i'm used to not having the, the, I don't have the, the full. That blinders.
0: is true. I actually completely, oh, so I use full it blinders. It
3: feels really that. good. I got the side blinders on, just not the bottom one. And it just feels so comfortable. And I've gotten so used to it that I don't know that I want to go back to feeling the pressure on my face again.
0: See, I can't, so, I, I still don't find the pro comfortable. And I imagine over long periods. And I imagine it's a very different scenario then. If did you, did you get this, the, the top strap? No, I didn't get a top strap. No
3: this this thing right here makes all the difference okay having this on here it it i don't have to tighten it really tight and it keeps it solid and it just it just feels like it fits on my head it just is really comfortable now
0: you should have worked at metaday and help them uh design that because yeah you know, for real. <laughs> that would have been at <laughs> least
3: they advertised it yeah would have
0: been handy. brad are you still
1: in the in the big screen beyond more than anything else right now
2: yeah i, I actually just got my final production unit last week and i still do use it every day
0: nice is there there any major differences between post and
2: no it's just final parts no no 3d printed parts in it anymore (laughs) so
0: nice very nice that's really cool uh, you got a bit
2: of history there
1: your flip up thing coming you still working on that
2: uh i was off and on it's been yeah it's just been crazy so it's definitely been more of a backseat thing
0: right now right. but yeah no it's oh nice so people are 100 someone's vince virtua has been playing zombie land which again i would chase this myself zombie land on psvr2 is absolutely insane um it's the best version of the game it's absolutely brilliant uh getting things done so is brilliant that's good to see um vr uh, says Ultra Wings 2 and Gran Turismo 7 and also played Little Nightmares in Vorpex. That sounds very hmm. cool. Quite a nice mix there. Ultra Wings 2, is that just released somewhere else or is he just playing it? Uh, uh,
3: it was out last year, I think. Yeah, right I remember that. the end of the year.
0: I remember that. Uh, D says, finished the campaign in Crossfire and started playing No Man's Sky on PSVR 2 now. It's been updated, which looks absolutely gorgeous. Seriously. There's a couple of games now that I feel where PSVR 2 seems to be getting more of the love than pc and they actually do look better than pc um so that's really good that's really good
1: sometimes uh you know when a developer reaches out and they have a game <clears throat> that they want to share they say hey you know would you be interested in checking out this game just let me know uh what platform you're looking for it on you know quest or pc or playstation vr 2 my answer is playstation vr 2 every single time it's the same Hands for down. me as well Hands it's the, down. yeah
0: same for me as well it's i just i just know it's gonna look better and it's gonna yeah. just i don't know and
1: have additional features maybe because yeah. of the haptics you know and all that yeah it's yeah like, same for gives me me a reason to use that headset that helps me build out my collection on that
0: platform yeah playstation vr2 is definitely gonna be my choice yeah i'm still enjoying my psvr2 a lot man i'm really hoping quest 3 can challenge that that obsession i have you know like will we will finally i'll be like you know what maybe i'll get the quest 3 version of this game i don't that's what i need to know and to Roots's point what quest only games are there you know like that's a right. big that is a big factor um, you know
1: what would do it for me and like meta i hope you're listening to this because i feel like this gets swept under the rug all the time they're but everywhere like, man they're a everywhere. really really <laughs> like legit and smooth and well functioning just like base software you know like the quest has always been such a pain in the ass to use dude like menus take so fucking long to load like i go into my social part and like i f- can't get my friends list to come up i go into my library and like the, the, the thumbnails aren't loading and it's just like it always has quest one and quest two have both just felt so like clunky and like they're chugging along and i like can't multitask anything on those devices if the quest three could come out and just feel like like a next gen just like smooth snappy yeah like Mm -hmm. clean operating functioning properly that would make a huge fucking difference for me in how often i use the device
0: yeah yeah absolutely it's the the first thing you come across what you use the most it's the doorway isn't it it's the doorway do you think guys think we'll get
3: somehow like they'll give us twitch chat or youtube chat in there you have got it you've got it in the quest yeah in Quest 2 or Quest 3? Quest 2. Oh, really? I've never seen it in there.
0: Yeah, unless I've got early access to it or something. But, yeah, I've seen it. I've used mm. it, actually. Okay. So, yeah, it should be there. It should. Be. Maybe it's in an update. I think it was in update 57. Um, so, yeah, you can position your live chat and do streams and read the live chat.
3: Oh, wow. Well, that's good. It's only taken them how many years? I, it is, <laughs> is a, I think it should be in it. I mean, especially if you want... <laughs> Like that's the best way to get advertisement, right? Is streamers streaming on on platforms and people see the game and they're like, oh my God, I want to try that. Yeah,
0: I mean, the other thing is about streaming that I've always enjoyed is there's no bullshit. Like if um, being someone who can edit videos, obviously you can make a game look far better than it actually is. So when I do make a video and I do make it good, it also needs to mean that the game is good because there's that thing where you can make it look far better than it actually is and that's the thing like one of, that's why I actually when i started my channel i always live streamed because there's no there's nothing to hide you know if there's a long load time if there's glitches if there's it's really all there all the time but all live streams don't do that well um oh they didn't for me at least virtual waypoint says he's playing car x rally vr on quest 2 have you guys played this game it's nice on, it's on is App Lab. It? It's called I don't know if you like racing games, Roots, but it's called Car X Rally VR. I have never heard of it. it Such a cool.
1: generic ass title. Oh, it, is. Game it is.
0: It is, it is, is. I got an email from them basically saying that if I made a video for it, they'd share it on their Facebook page. It has thousands of followers, and I was a bit like, that's a bit weird, never really heard of you. But they do actually have like legit flat games in VR. Uh, sorry, flat games on other systems and um it's actually a really good rally game i was really surprised it's got multiple camera angles it's almost like because they don't know enough about vr they've done the things that i would add like you can see your car from afar you go straight into the car you got your steering wheel and stuff and it feels really good to play um the cars look pretty good everything's named incorrectly because of branding and stuff but they all look right and um there's a lot of content, so I'm considering making a video on it at some point. I don't know. I, I need to wait and see, but um, it's actually really good. So Car rally X on App Lab is pretty cool, if you're thinking about picking it up. Nice. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, did you guys play The Light Brigade, the latest update? Have any of you guys kept up with that at all? I
1: just got access to it on PlayStation, so Ooh. I'm getting ready to try it for the first time, actually. I've never played the game before.
3: You're oh, for- that's good. I- I've watched D play the the uh, update but i have not played it what gun does she um, use uh, i don't know what gun i can't pay attention like i'm not (laughs) paying that (laughs) watching that close but no um it was definitely uh, i think she uses like a long rifle or something Uh, oh okay but uh it would definitely look different it looked like almost a completely different type of game uh, as far as like a lot of the different things she was doing
0: they've added a lot and they've done a lot and they've added some new classes one where you can actually just you still got a gun but you can use a drone instead to attack people and another one is a shotgun class which is really fucking cool um yeah i really like that i really like she that.
3: says assault she uses assault
0: Oh,
3: interesting
0: interesting
2: i have a game i kind of want to touch on real quick oh, oh, game oh, game oh hold on this... it right
0: it, whatever you're thinking of doing stop
3: the monumental moment.
0: This is what we've been waiting for. We've been waiting for this <laughs> since last year. Last year, this show has been going on for a year, and we this has never happened. Let's go.
2: Oh God. Well, uh, it's not a new game fully, but uh, they did have a big update. Um, Demeo had like a hand tracking and mixed reality update, they did. and I thought it was pretty neat. Um, my biggest curiosity is when I saw this update I was like okay they pushed it um, and also they announced that they're going to bring the same thing to the Apple headset when it comes out. So how would people who are not everyday gamers or whatever react to this control scheme? So I had my wife try out DeMeo for the first time with the mixed reality and hand tracking mode. I thought she was going to love the hand tracking stuff. But after a while, she got so sick of the finger stuff. She just like give me the controllers. Give me the controllers. What do you? What, what
0: do you mean by the finger stuff? What What do you mean? What was happening? What wasn't happening? Maybe she just she.
2: So you know, like I don't know if you you all try it yet. The, no, the,
0: it's on my list for tomorrow actually. Okay, though. so
2: like when you when you put your palm like this, your uh your cards like pop up on where your hand is tracked, right? Um. She kept. She basically kept activating UI elements with all the different gestures and not understanding why. <laughs> I kept trying to tell her. Right. I kept trying to tell her everything. I'm like, no, you got you to stop doing this. Stop doing this. But <laughs> she's like, no, I, uh, no, I can't can't do this. So she preferred the controller purely because she n- not only likes the uh preciseness of the input, that's what literally she said, but also like just clicking a button to open a menu was just way more intuitive for her and i was really shocked i really thought it was going to be the opposite because again she's not a gaming person right so i do yeah, wonder i
0: do wonder whether it's 50 50 on these things that you would necessarily think right roll of the dice is going to be straightforward picking up a piece is going to be straightforward but obviously there's a lot more to that game and that's where maybe that suddenly it doesn't really work out and if there's ever a tracking issue it can be quite annoying it's weird i remember on the quest i think it was the og quest doing hand tracking i had some really good times in there and then suddenly i went on quest 2 and it wasn't as good and i was like this is weird and then it was kind of good again and then it wasn't good again so i'm kind of like yeah i'm looking forward to trying it on uh, in mixed reality on the quest pro and that, that's what you obviously use the quest pro did you yeah
2: yeah i wanted her to again i wanted her to see the mixed reality which she thought the mixed reality aspect of it was like a gimmick like she literally thought it was just a putting a because she wanted actually to zoom in all the time when she was playing if instead of to physically
0: in, like go up to right
2: yeah she yeah. thought that was way more interesting than just like seeing a tiny board in her real life space she wanted to be more immersed in it while she's wearing the so headset so what is it mixed reality
0: you can't pick up the world and move you
2: can't you can but she was saying like because she just constantly wants to be like so immersed in like the environment of the board she just didn't even care about like she forgot she was in the real life uh zone everything else if that makes sense
0: yeah
1: that's exactly how i feel about MR. like i personally don't see the need to, ha- to have it be a mixed reality And like a lot of people talk about this idea Of like having the board Oh but it's like on your table So it's like you can see your table and there it is But to your point that's not how you play Demio Like yeah. <laughs> y- you don't play it like a board game You get down in there You're spinning that thing like crazy You're all over the place You know And so, you're not looking at the, the environment
3: around you and You know <clears throat> what I mean It's all about the board So it's, yeah. in that game it's almost wasted yeah they
1: The, the like- only reason why I would say it would would be good is like literally for the kind of demos that we did at Game On Expo, because you're like in a room with a bunch of people walking yes, all over the place. That's what I was like, going to say. Yeah. It'll make you aware of your surroundings in a place where that would be conducive to you. Yeah. Um, Having it as an option. Awesome. Like, cool. But like, to me, there's no real reason other than that to be doing an MR experience with Demio, just go in VR and full dive that thing. You know?
0: I've, I've had some really cool experiences though in, in MR really cool like sure i had like this artwork thing and you can mess around with it but nothing has ever been something permanently amazing it's always 10 minutes of this is brilliant that's so yeah the idea of demio originally caught me because i was like oh wow that's actually like a a fully fledged game you know you could play the game but you're absolutely right uh as much as as much as you i think it is going to be like really cool for me to see Unless there's three other people wearing Quest Quest Pros in the same room, playing the same game, yeah, with no lag, <laughs> um, maybe that's the missing point, you know? Yeah, yeah, and you know, in in
1: terms of like hand tracking and even eye tracking technologies right now, um, I feel like we're in this like weird like middle space where it seems like it should be insanely intuitive, and then we put them into stuff and then in practice we see in what ways it's not and i think that that's kind of like uh there's a learning curve to that and a little bit of growing pains in terms of figuring out what those kinds of things are you know because like eye tracking as an as a menu navigation tool seems insanely intuitive i just look at the thing i want and i go but then you don't realize well what if i want to relax my eyes for two seconds and use the d-pad to like select what i want on my menu or i don't want to look specifically directly at it i just want to like know where it is and and activate you can't you have to like literally look directly at the thing so i've found that that kind of thing has been less than intuitive for me in times when i thought that maybe it should be or to brad's point hand tracking makes a lot of sense but if you want to fully use the game, you need to find ways to utilize hand tracking to execute a bunch of different stuff. And most of the time that is locked behind some type of gesture and Mm -hmm. gestures happen naturally and intuitively. Like when you don't expect to do things, you'll just be like, oh man, I don't know what to do. And you put both of your hands up and now you have two menus popping up over both of your hands, you know? So we're growing pains and, and learning kind of the, in what ways we can leverage these technologies without I don't know, making it uh, more of a pain in the ass to use.
0: I just think it's really interesting that um, Bradley's wife would have been more interested in a game that she was fully immersed in, rather than still being in the real world. I mean, that literally goes against like Meta's whole plan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was, was, I'm so glad you brought that up. I was literally about to start my rant about that. Actually, like, yeah, yeah, like there's this belief that MR is the thing that's going to bring. VR to the mass market more than VR already like I tried to so far but like I, there's there's still a lot there's still so much that needs to be learned for like the average average everyday person to just be like this is useful for like useful for me to do everything right like it's it's yeah it's a lot of steps I think still well and I
1: personally have still to this day even with high end stuff like the XTOL which is Closer than the the pro um, Been that convinced of my MR environments Like I go in there and it's all grainy And like the sizing <laughs> is a little weird And I feel like I'm looking at a fucking video You yeah. know, it doesn't feel like I'm in my room still Like I'm immersed in a video of my room That's showing me everything in real time And it's not me being in my room So until there's that like looking glass vibe Where like it just feels like I'm looking through nothing Which some people say the Vision Pro is doing I don't know. Um, It's going to be difficult to convince me that like MR is the real deal.
3: I think it's going to be hard to convince me that we should ever use hand tracking. When we talked about the uh, PlayStation VR two crossfire and how shallow the PC VR haptics felt. And that was still had haptics. Imagine taking all of your haptics where you have nothing. That's weird. That doesn't, that doesn't feel right. And like, so me, I don't think hand tracking is going to be a thing unless they, they have something you can put on your hand, a glove or something, man, because
1: that's, that's what will happen. Yeah. That is like, like, like contact CI, the company that I work for that makes haptic gloves for hand tracking applications. So those are going to get smaller and more, uh, affordable and more consumer friendly and focused as these devices integrate into society, um, and I do think that it'll probably get nice and small and really easy to use. And I do see hand tracking becoming
0: and I just, a big part of this. I just want to add to that, right? That there's been moments. Uh, Chaos asks, what is MR? Oh. Okay. Brad, I'll tell you what MR is.
2: Yeah, MR is just... It's the term for augmented reality using, using cameras, basically. Like, when you ever hear video pass through AR, they're usually... We'll inter- exchange that term and say mixed reality. That's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. And it's a very cool effect, actually, sometimes. Um, what I was going to say, Alex, was was like, or, or the Roots more precisely, I remember doing some hand tracking games, and it was from Microsoft Surface, I think it was called, or Microsoft HoloLens, and they had some demos that were put over to the Quest. And there was one where, like, he was grabbing liquid and bursting bubbles, and there was also things with electrics. And I honestly, dude, I'm not joking. I felt like in my mind, in a way, this was happening. And I don't know why. I guess for a moment I was expecting something to happen. And that was enough to make me feel like that I felt that. Does that make sense? Like I'm about to touch this glob of goo and it would stick to my fingers and I'd pull away and I'm thinking, oh God, that is disgusting. There's nothing there. There's nothing happening. It's But in my mind, for some reason, I expected it. You know, you got... there was another one where you had little bombs on your fingers and you were blowing up parts of this planet and there was little people running around trying to get away from you blowing it up. And I was like, yeah, look at me being out of order. You know, I'm being a horrible person. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I, know, <laughs> I know what you're saying. And I know Alex is right that we're going to get gloves. But there's still, I think some people have a moment where they give themselves... Or they can give themselves so much to something that you can almost imagine it in a way. Totally. Does that make totally. sense? Totally. 100%. Yeah. And I mean, you know, at the end of the day, like
1: you can still have an, a hand tracked experience that's immersive without a haptic vibration. You know, like you can still do it and it can still be compelling and it can still be interesting and valuable. But you know, as, as we, if we can add haptics to our experiences, then we make them more compelling. We make them closer to what it would experience or what that experience would be like in reality, um, which is obviously what we want. That's why improved visuals are important. That's why, you know, good audio is important. It's like trying to get it as close to actually experiencing it as possible. And the sense of touch is arguably the most important one. Um, So there will be, solutions for all of this stuff as
0: the future of VR continues. Uh yeah, mate. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just I mean do you what sort of tech are you guys doing though? Like for yours? What is your so at Contact CI, our glove, we
1: call it a multi-force ergonomic haptic glove. So it's multi-force because there's more than one haptic sensation that happens in the glove. Yeah. Um and it's ergonomic because the glove is built Um, by design to not impede like the natural range of motion of your hand. Um, There's a lot of gloves out there that provide force feedback, which our glove also does, but they do so... With like exoskeletons and like pieces that hang off or like maybe uh, like haptex has a backpack air compressor that they do for their haptics, which is very compelling and very cool, but the opposite of ergonomic it's, you can't just like naturally use your hands as you've always known how to. Yeah. Um, so that's what kind of the, the principles that the glove um, has been designed on. And it has a force feedback system in it via exotendons that run along the backside of the glove into this housing that sits up on your forearm right here. And it will prevent your fingers from closing over rigid body objects when you go to like grip, like a a cube or something like that. Um, Or if you're like pressing buttons, it pulls your fingertip back to like displace your finger as your finger touches something, you know? So it's like pulls and then like releases as you Flip through a switch, so
0: that would trick you into thinking you're potentially holding a solid object, correct? Or you're interfacing, yeah,
1: with a solid object. Because if you're like running your fingers down a canvas, for example, and in one of our demos, we have like a finger paint station. You dip your fingers into some paints, and then you rub your finger down the canvas, and it like draws on the canvas. And when it's doing that, it pulls back on all of your fingertips to where, as you're dragging your hand down it, it feels as if it's like sliding over. The surface of something wow. um, and that then sounds you combine crazy that with vibrations in the fingertips so we have vibration actuators in the fingertips and force feedback tendons pulling and when you combine the vibration like impact with the displacement of the pull of the exotendon then you get this like really high fidelity and like pretty compelling haptic interaction um and then doing so like with the, with the, with the low form factor, right? Like these gloves are, they don't have exoskeletons on them. So you can like rub your hands like this, you know, or like interlace your fingers like that while you're wearing them. Yeah. And, uh, they use all optical hand tracking solutions. So like the uh, magic leap, you know, works great with, or, um, like the quest onboard hand tracking works with that. Um, anything that people are using optically, um, they should work because it just recognizes the glove as a hand.
3: Oh, you're, yeah, it's dead. Can't hear you. Hello? Uh oh. There we go. You're
0: good. Oh, wow. I knocked my mic. I was going to say, I wish I would have done the demo with you, Uh, um, Salt Lake.
1: I didn't do it. Oh, that's okay. Um, A, that was, I have a newer glove that's even better. And uh, B, the next time I see you, we'll do one. See you Vegas.
0: Vegas. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to Vegas, baby. Woo. Uh, Mickey Burr, thank you ever so much for your constant support throughout. Today's video. Like you've been dropping games left, right, and center, man. Thank you. Uh, Mickey Bear. That's right. And just for the
1: record, everybody, Maestro EP is the name of the haptic gloves. Maestro EP is the name of the gloves, and uh, Contact CI is the company that I work for.
3: Oh, there you go. Pick them up. Sounds amazing.
1: Yeah. How much much are they? $3,750. Oh, geez.
3: That's cheap. You just put that with your. For uh, for a force feedback glove, it actually is put it together with your apple vision pro you're set
1: yeah it is it is the the best price for a force feedback glove that's out there
3: that's crazy man that's gotta be really high tech it's a real shame
0: isn't it because when something's priced that high no one's gonna buy it
1: not a consumer
0: not yeah, a consumer not... it's a prosumer or whatever they not, call it
1: not not even prosumer Supersumer. super Supersumer. Enterprise... Oh, super... <laughs>
0: <laughs> super super oh man that's really cool. alpha turbo sumer so
1: the us air force are our biggest customer mm. uh, they we have gloves on multiple air force bases and they use them to train pilots in virtual cockpits so you can learn like hands-on tangible um skills without having to like build out like a physical trainer, like a fake airplane that like only one person can sit in and then you also need an instructor. You can scale your trainings in a way using VR and programs and gloves that you can't do with like traditional ways. So you can like get 20 people to all train on the same thing overnight and then all come in the next day as opposed to like having to schedule 20 people in the trainer all week long kind of thing. So it makes sense for people like the Air Force or um, like Enterprise Clients, You know, there's a lot of like big companies out there that are starting to leverage virtual reality in their trainings. Um, and controllers are not super conducive for learning new actual hands on skills. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people aren't gamers right? Like we're all gamers. So it's easy for us to pick up controllers and remember button combinations, thumbsticks, triggers, all that kind of stuff. But if you've never been a gamer and now someone's expecting you to use VR to like train and like learn a new skill and they plunk controllers into your hands, you're like, oh, holy shit, what is this? Like A, B, X, what? And you're like lifting up the headset, you know? So people want to be able to use their hands to get hands-on in these experiences, especially when they're not gamers and they're trying to use the tech to learn a new skill or train.
0: Do you think... McDonald's, McDonald's
3: trainer. There yeah, you
1: go. Or, or Starbucks barista. Yeah, stuff like
0: that. Yeah, Starbucks. yeah. Dude, I don't know if any of you follow me on Twitter, but this, I had a coffee made for me last week, and it looked insane. He drew like a palm tree, and it had like birds on it. It was it was so good, I didn't want to drink it. Did you tip him? Yeah, of course. Oh,
3: okay. I didn't know if know that, that was like, I didn't think I that seen was a UK it
0: thing. It isn't so. a UK thing normally. Well, no, we do tip. Did we tip? Is it 10%? what do they do I for like meals oh okay so yeah apparently making coffee isn't a tip but a meal yeah, is i a wish tip. that was
3: here as everything's a tip here man yeah, like, that... i feel like it's everywhere somebody's got their hand out you know more sir like no more
0: well they sound british these people that ask for tips in your country <laughs> are british more sir yeah they just want to be polite you want another I'm... bottle of water
3: <laughs>
0: do you Gavner? all right gaffner. um i was gonna say throwing me off now yeah tipping i remember i remember when i was a kid i watched uh reservoir dogs and they have that whole conversation yeah
1: i love that movie about
0: tipping and it literally taught me everything i needed to know about tipping like there and then it literally just explains it that these these people are normally working for tips or they're on a very low wage so and that brings i guess the bill price down and then no but you should. Do. I mean,
1: it doesn't. But it but in should. theory, in theory, <laughs> yeah. it should
0: do. Yeah, because they're not paying their wages, so it should be cheaper. But and then hopefully you will tip. But if no one tips, I don't know. So at the moment, like uh, in the UK, you'll get a bill in some places, uh, not not all of them, and they'll automatically add ten percent, uh, and it'll be a a tip.
1: word well, if you come to the states, tip twenty percent when you go out to meals.
0: Do you know what I don't mind tipping? I think it was when we went to New York. Um everything was fine until I went into the donut shop near Nintendo and um I think he just picked some donuts up, didn't he? He just picked some donuts up that were already made. He just put them in a bag and like he wanted a tip. And I was like, mate, I'm not giving you a tip for that. Like Bro, if you made that's... them if you made them, I'd probably give you a tip. But he didn't make them. You I think
1: he... you have no fucking idea. Like, it is, that is a tippable thing. That's the that's the fucked up part. It can't be that a tippable thing. It shouldn't that be, but it is. That it makes sense. Is, there are places that are asking you for tips that aren't even doing what it, these He didn't are. even warm it up. He just grabbed them. <laughs> I know. And put I'm, them in a hey, the bag. I don't agree with it. I'm just telling you the way it is. It's a completely fucked up system. This country's going to hell in a handbag, and it's all because of this tipping stuff, okay? Yeah. Um. Well, I was but... tipping
0: all the time and um the, you also got that weird thing where I say weird because obviously it's weird for me. Um, you give your you order what you want, you give your card and they, they write something and then you get what happened? How did oh, they it... take your card. oh, they take your card. That was it. Yeah, they took my card. Yeah. And then what happened? The then, so... That's it, give me the payment and then they sign after everything. Like it's almost like they could put two things on the same it's like doing a little check every time. <laughs> it's at the moment like i just go around going bing or watch like i don't ever have to sign anything and i think it was everywhere wasn't it it was all the time is that normal everywhere Mm -hmm. is that for tipping purposes that they No,
1: no it's just a part of the service like you know like if you're at a table and you're dining and you go to pay like you just hand the card off you know it's like here go run this you know and they go and run it and like bring it back to you like now you just sign
0: what about the waste of paper though and pens that you have to go through for no reason.
1: Well, no yeah. reason. don't worry about wasting
0: that. Well, it just seems you weird when I can choose just...
1: the amount of tip.
0: could just, just gotta in... worry
3: about selective waste. Hold on, GT. We okay. used to
0: sign when. Yeah, exactly. Like a decade ago, the last time I signed anything to do with money was years ago. <laughs> it was really weird. I was like looking at these people. I'm like, you want me to sign? Like, why? Why? But yeah. yeah,
1: we need to, we need to verify this purchase.
0: Yeah, no Um, no one cares here. We can't
1: tell you why it is the way it is, man. It just is, and it sucks, you know. But here we
0: are, dude. You got a lot of fantastic things going, though. You know, there's a lot of great things happening. So that's it's
1: true. I want to share. Um, I want to share something with you guys before we wrap up the show.
0: Is this something that everyone else can listen to?
1: Everyone, listen up. Everyone, listen. Okay, I went to a concert a couple nights ago, and it was a band called The Bit Brigade. (laughs) Okay? Bit Brigade. And what they do is they play video game soundtracks of old school games while their band Speedrunner plays and beats the game on stage in real time. And they played uh, DuckTales on NES, and then they played The Legend of Zelda on NES. And this guy beat DuckTales right away, and they played every song from it. Um, as like a rock band and then he went into Zelda and I watched somebody speedrun Zelda on a stage while a band played a bunch of Zelda music and it was completely awesome and uh, that's the end of the story and I just wanted to share that with you Woo! <laughs> that
3: was definitely different right unique yeah
1: it was great it was super badass I had like a nice big screen up there and the guy's just ripping through Zelda and I'm like blown away because it was like perfect
0: yeah. What, what is your, talking about? what is your favorite video game music and i'm just going to highlight why i'm saying this is because i feel vr very much lacks good music there's very very rarely can i think of a vr game and go i love that music soundtrack as at the moment i could listen to a lot of video games i know games from video game soundtracks so yeah yeah
1: in vr my favorite soundtracks are astrobot and pixel rip 1995 astrobot's a very good one astrobot is is the best it's really fucking good
3: I thought mm. the score from uh, I Expect You to Die 3 uh, just playing that recently, I was like, wow, this is fucking really they good. They do have some like, cool songs. It just seems very, very well put together and very professional, and um, I thought it was cool.
2: Uh, I like the original Vertigo soundtrack quite a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was a good soundtrack, actually. Yeah, and Vertigo 2 sounds actually quite good. Um, I was going to say, so... Yes, Isa. Thank you. That's exactly what I was about to say. He's put Bone Works and Bone Lab. I think Bone Works. Bone Works, for me, has still got one of the best soundtracks. Like I can play that on YouTube. There's a couple of songs that I really like. And um, if you're a content creator, you can use them in videos, which is really nice. Uh, Brandon VR says, "GT, say, do you tip at the NY pawn shop?" They, I said it.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you. For your it donation.
0: is. Yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, like people pulling my strings. You know, put money in him.
1: <laughs> dance for me. Dance, for dance him.
0: puppet. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm that person. Um, but yeah, Ducktales. Woo! Everyone's loving Ducktales, dude. And
1: and shout out. Uh, somebody just mentioned in the chat that the music in that game is great, and that the moon is magic, and that is literally why I went to that show was to see that band play the moon, the theme from the moon in DuckTales NES. It's like the best song I've ever heard in my whole life.
0: Oh, I haven't heard that.
1: It's so, so good. It's so mm-hmm. good. And th- there are like a bunch of covers of people playing it on YouTube and they're all great. And it's The Moon. The Moon. And, uh, yeah, find a better song.
0: Do you, know do you know what I'm listening to a lot at the moment is Shovel Knight. There's two songs. Shovel Knight's so dope. So, yeah, Shovel Knight. Have you ever played Shovel Knight? Yes, and the soundtrack. I know, you have. Kicks I know ass. you have. What about you? You have bread. Oh thank God! What about you, uh, <laughs> Roots?
3: I don't know what it is. So, Fucking!
0: A... I wish I could uh-huh. press a button and it drop goo on you now. Like, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to. Know, have all of a sudden, power. a big,
3: a big uh, cane or whatever something would just pull me off the stage, and Skeva would slap down in my chair, and he'd be like healthy. Skeva cool. saying
1: Mega Man in the chat. Also yes. some frickin' bangers Mega Man, on the too. Mega Man soundtrack. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's some great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Streets of Rage Four. It's a very good soundtrack. All of these are on Spotify.
1: I really want to play Streets of Rage 4. Oh, you should I have have. Dude,
0: I've completed that game 50 times. Love it. hundred and uh, I think my highest combo is like 180-something or 200, just juggling people around. I, I played
1: the crap out of the older ones, maybe two or three. I can't remember which one. There was one where you could unlock a kangaroo as a playable character that on like was the number, second or third level.
0: That might have been number three. Three was I a I think bit that odd. was three. 3 had like yeah. the odd Chinese guy with the metal arms.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the, and Skate, the kid with the skateboard.
0: That was number two. He was in number was two that first. Two? No, I, no. I pl- I it might have been 2 and 3. It might have be been 2
1: and 3. Yeah, I, I love those games. They'll Listen,
0: if you guys love retro soundtracks, I did a NES video recently about NES games in VR. And honestly, most of it is the games I picked because one, I love the game, but two, I love the soundtracks. Like Metroid startup. It's just so sick on the NES. Like, Mm -hmm. you never get bored of them. Never get bored of them. But listen, I think we should call it quits here. Uh, Hopefully, I'm going to get everyone back next week. Um, I'll see how they're doing. As I said, I know Mesh couldn't be here because he was moving. Unfortunately, that's a real shame. Thank you to everyone in the chat. I really appreciate all you being here. Thank you. Someone said uh, VRMC to Castlevania. Absolutely. Castlevania is really cool. Castlevania season. What's the new one called? What's the new Castlevania coming on Netflix? Damn. Mm. Brad, did you watch Castlevania on Netflix? I think I only watched the first couple seasons. I'm not caught up to it. Okay, well, the new one looks fantastic. Please check out the trailer. And also One Piece, the live action on Netflix. I watched that. I really enjoyed it a lot. It's so good. Oh, my God. My daughter's like, I'm not watching that. The acting's bad. I'm like, what What are you talking about? To be fair... I don't think the acting is kind of amazing on a couple of characters, but it's not about that. It's about the message. It's about the fun. It's just really the, good.
2: The anime is already very goofy, so like I'm okay if the acting is a little goofy. It kind of, it kind of fits, you know. That's how I see it.
0: Oh, dude! I, as soon as I watched, um, have you have you guys seen One Piece, Alex? No, I've I've I'm like, I am
1: like this close to being an anime guy, you know, like. I have just been like waiting for like that right show or like the right series to just like pull me in and, and never give me back. I've watched a few things that I've enjoyed, but I still haven't been like, I haven't gone like full weeb mode yet. But I feel like I'm like this close. Like I'm just waiting for that like one show or that next thing that's going to get me there.
0: My, my son reads all the comics of uh, One Piece. Is that I think there's over a thousand or something. It's there's crazy. a ton of
1: episodes. I know. I know the show's been going on for long long time
0: yeah but definitely check out netflix if you got it it's very good i do yeah it's good fun i hope you're gonna watch it roots i haven't
3: watched netflix for a few years (laughs) they started putting out a lot of trash and i just kind of stopped watching them So i'm sure there's still some good stuff out there stuff Uh, you're talking about yeah
0: i just told you one it's very good and castlevania castlevania is exceptional brilliant soundtrack brilliant gt
1: have you ever seen primal the show primal Je- genity tarkov tarkovsky something like that i forget the guy's name but he's the creator of um like dexter's lab Right. um he has a, a hand drawn animation show called primal hmm. which follows around a caveman and his t-rex companion and it is one of the most badass shows i've seen in years i fucking loved it
0: is that on netflix uh,
1: i think it's hbo or max is what it's called now
0: i've not got either of them but i will look around for it. i'm sure some things are on youtube
1: primal's so sick and that's just a shout out to anybody else out there who likes this kind of stuff
0: um yeah watch that sounds great thank you Uh, thank again thank you to alex from between realities thank you for being here who's your next guest uh guest on your show alex dude you guys aren't
1: even gonna fucking believe this thank you for asking by the way um brett leonard the writer and director of the fucking lawnmower man is the next (laughs) guest on between uh, realities That's crazy. Can you believe that? The That's writer awesome. and director of The Lawnmower Man, starring Pierce Brosnan, is going to be on Between Realities this upcoming Friday. And uh, as you can uh, imagine, we're pretty stoked.
0: That game <laughs> was I, that film was like a, a fantasy when we were kids. Like I, <laughs> I played
1: it. I played a game too. I had a super Nintendo yeah, like I played a the copy game. of the Lawnmower Man that I played so much as a kid. Um and yeah, if you haven't seen the Lawnmower Man, watch it because it's like um, one of the most quintessential vr films ever and uh then watch between realities on friday
0: because we're gonna be picking the brain of the guy who wrote that thing madness awesome. roots Were you gonna say anything else sorry i feel like oh you i was just gonna
3: say that that's uh that's crazy i, I i'm almost as excited just to, to hear the questions you guys have for him as much as hearing what he has to say because I, I know skiva well both of you guys are just gonna go like next level with all the uh like you think the same way I do. Like it, you just think about a lot of things that um, people don't think about. I think they're important yeah. things.
1: And so. you know, to be to be to be uh, transparent, I never prepare questions for between realities like it's usually like i we, we just know what we're going to talk about so let's get in there and like let's talk um but i have a feeling i'm going to be preparing questions for this one because yeah. this is uh an opportunity that we don't want to waste so we want to yes. make sure that we're getting quality stuff out
0: of this conversation that's cool man i just want to know why lawnmower why lawn mower?
1: have you watched the movie
0: yeah i watched it but why was he why did he lawn? why did he mow lawns i mean it's not even like a typical thing most people do their own lawns don't they yeah he just yeah. wasn't very
3: bright or something that's all he could, he could do, do. yeah money.
0: yeah that's not all he could do if you could mow a lawn i hate mowing lawns you
3: can dodge a dodgeball right
0: yeah good. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But good yeah, yeah
1: shout out, out to Skeva, by the way he's in chat here he's like i always prepare questions <laughs> like you know, Poor he does he does Poor always Skeever. prepare questions he he prepares everything it's he he really is uh he is the goat
0: i have to watch it again diy he's on about um law my man i need to watch it again if somehow i can find it on vhs somewhere
1: yeah um youtube
0: that's no, only joking you can, i will look on youtube
1: yeah it's on youtube you can get the director's cut on youtube which uh you know watch the director's cut because the director it's going to be on the fucking show.
0: Exactly that. Exactly that. And uh thank you to Roots from Virtual Strangers. Have you guys got any shows coming up that we should know about?
3: Uh just our normal uh Friday night show that's coming up. I guess would be the the next one. And I don't I have no idea what we're going to talk about cuz we uh haven't decided. I think probably games. Game probably games, <laughs> dude. Why not? Yeah, we're going to be playing some games. We just did the game of the month, so we don't have that to do, so What was um, it? uh what was the game of the month uh for playstation vr and pc it was crossfire and for quest it was i expected to die three
0: yeah, yeah i so. kind of agree with him actually it's very alex you just what did you just do to the mic he eating that that was really <laughs> weird That was horrible and uh <laughs> last of all thank you to bradley sadly it's bradley for coming on the show definitely follow his youtube channel follow all these guys youtube channels but definitely follow his twitter like it is genuinely great fun to keep the bell on and see and and see (laughs) yeah watch the madness happen in real time it's so good i just i read it and i'm like and i look at i look at everyone's comments and i'm like i've got a fucking clue what's going on so i'm like like, i'll just wait to talk to him maybe it'd be easier that way um but yeah, thank you guys. Look after yourselves. Have a fantastic week in VR and we'll see you-